2: Welcome to the One Was Had A Dream podcast. My name is Lee Finch, and as ever, I will be joined by the one and only Danny Baker. Uh, We have a guest on this week, uh, Stevie Christopheru. He'll be joining us uh, in a minute as we uh, talk all things Wimbledon. Uh, But first off, let's introduce my first guest, the ever-present Danny Baker. Hello,
1: mate, you all right? The season ticket holder. How you doing, Lee? All right? Yeah,
2: I'm not bad, thanks, mate. Not bad. A bit under the weather, but I'm working like seven days a week, 24-7.
1: Um, I'm a bit of I went to watch Wimbledon and Charlton yesterday. But <laughs> yeah, um, getting away from that, the Grand National Lee is on Saturday. Yep. Are you a avid GG backer? Do you do the Grand National? And if you do, what's the kind of process to pick? I am.
2: One? I am a very good horse backer. I like literally just I've won fortunes on horses.
1: Have you? Uh, really?
2: I, I talked There's a guy you might know, him, Gary Saxby. I taught Gary yeah. Saxby everything he knows regarding okay. horses, but the weights and everything. He didn't have a clue, but soft ground, hard ground. Yeah. The man was clueless before he met me. And then I talked to how him. How big from, is you know, your
1: swimming pool? And you're like, I'm in your sort of hot tub and that. How, how big is it, Lee?
2: I live in Southend. I've looking the beach, mate. So yeah. Got the so. whole
1: ocean, mate. That's what you've got, pal. It's not
2: an ocean, mate. It's an estuary. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the Thames estuary. It's, just...
1: <laughs> it's more than my puddle. I've got outside. But yeah. Anyway,
2: going back to the Grand National before Go we on. start talking about the uh, Southend Riviera uh, yeah, I love it. Are you, are you do you because the grand national you can't look at form? Form goes out the window, so it's either, it's either done on names like your kid's name will come up, like or colors like you'll see a blue and you think I'll oh, back that, or you'll just throw a dart at the board and then you think. And the thing I hate about it the most God. is like if my missus threw a dart at the board and picks one and it wins, and then she's like, Oh, look at me, I won. It's like, Yeah, you got lucky, and then she don't stop gloating about it, mate. It does mate.
1: Well, I, I normally my granddad bless him, he kind of had like a formula, but it was like nobody under hundred and one. you get rid of them, you get rid of the top two favourites, get rid of them to get a bit of value, and then it's all on weights and ages and stuff. Now, my dad will know it, I don't, but I did when Wimbledon played Sunderland, and I mean, well, the year we got relegated, bless us, There was a, the Grand National was on, it was Papillon was the winner, and I said to my dad, I, I love the film Papillon with Steve McQueen, and I said, dad, put Put like 20 quid on Papyrus, 50 to one, back it, it will do great. And my dad was like, Yeah, no problem. Got up, went out to Sunderland, went all the way to Sunderland. I think it was, do you remember to be at half time? You didn't go half the way.
2: You went all the way to Sunderland.
1: I went all the way. I didn't go <laughs> all the <running>. way. <laughs> yeah. And they face it, half time, it used to be a four o'clocker, you'd watch it at half time. Yep. It yep. won. I went mental because locks were only 10 to one. Dad never backed it. <laughs> I had a thousand pounds sitting there waiting. Dad didn't back it. So I'll be looking with Mrs. Baker, looking for names, looking for yellow and blue. And then just basically nothing. That really-
2: kind of goes out the window, though, because I think the last few races, the favourites won. So
1: yeah, I know. But it just is also 40, 40 people filled back in the favourite. This, well.
2: this is why we're winning on Saturday, because every time the Grand National's on, we usually do all right. Apart from
1: Sunderland
2: away when we lost, yeah. No, no, but we, like recently, as AFC Wimbledon, I think we beat Cambridge on Grand National Day. We beat we've beaten a few teams on Grand National Day, so. Oh, and and we're yeah.
1: playing them on them on Saturday. So but yeah, uh, okay. I think
2: we're going to win. We're going to win. But anyway, let's get our, our guest on. I don't know if he's old enough to bet on the Grand National. He only looks like fifteen. Definitely so. handsome
1: enough. Look at him.
2: Stevie, how are you doing,
1: mate? You alright?
2: Hi.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Are you? Are you a is, are Grand you,
1: Nationaler? Do you you the old Grand enough Nationals, to bet? Stevie?
3: No, I'm only 16. I don't. I don't know. I think eight is it 18 betting age. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he's
2: there
1: only you. a puppy. He's
2: only yeah. a puppy, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, oh, but be 16 again. Dan, that must put some years on you, isn't it? What's
1: 16? that? 16. Yeah. Only the five, five or six, maybe.
2: The old rationing back in them days, wasn't it?
1: Rationing. Yeah, I remember <laughs> actually when Croydon was was actually Croy apostrophe Don, but um, yeah, way back when. But what? That's, 16. Where were we 16? That was, was that the year we got relegated or the no, no? For me, 16 was the year before we got relegated. Absolutely, watching Wimbledon and obviously going around all the games, Premier League, Old Trafford, Highbury, Stamford Bridge, <laughs> to Cove. Oh, what glory days are that! But anyway, oh. we, we
2: we crack on, boys, and we'll we'll discuss this weekend's fixtures. We uh obviously lost to Sheffield Wednesday, an absolute bitter pill to swallow with a last minute goal which we should have defended better uh I thought we played extremely well uh I thought we looked better defensively first 15 minutes when they went one right, I thought here we go again it's going to be a nightmare and then we we looked better we looked better defensively we looked sounder in midfield just up front again I, I still say that we're a decent striker and we'll go on about it later when we talk about the process and relegation but I still think we're a strike away from being a decent league one team
1: Stevie what do you reckon out of Charlton and Sheffield Wednesday would have been an amount of points that you'd have been happy with
3: um probably like two or two or three like either draw for both or a win for one
1: so you think that out of those two games we were a little bit under where we needed to be
3: yeah, because Charl- Charlton's are hundred percent beatable. Like right? we've we've done it before. We can we prove we can prove that we can beat them. So it's like I do like yeah, think we can beat them. You yeah.
1: know, it's tricky, isn't it? I mean, the Sheffield Wednesday game was frustrating because, as you said, Lee, we kind of were not particularly in it, and then we obviously got the goal, and then we grew in confidence. We had the Assal one-on-one is going to haunt me forever. He, he got I don't know if you if you watched much of it, but he got played through. It yep. was one on one with a keeper, and he was well clear. Um, and he again, I mean Bailey Peacock Farrell. How is he playing in League One, by the way? But yep. great saving again. Unfortunately, with us, you just knew we wouldn't have the the bottle to to keep it out. But it was there was definitely, I mean, there's definitely a new a new manager bounce. I think it was Be- clear that Bowen was making us a bit more harder to beat, but just lack the confidence at the end, unfortunately. See,
2: that was a funny one with me, because he smashes in the foot like the equaliser, and it's a great finish. Well done by uh, Zach Robinson to get like through. What a ball from Will Nightingale as well to get through. Right? Zach does really well, puts it on the plate for him, a sale scores. The other chance, I don't think it's as easy as people are making that, comes to him pretty quick. He's under pressure, and I think he tries to put it through. If you look at it, there's another angle from behind him. He tries to put it through the keeper's legs and he just doesn't hit it well enough and the keeper saves it. But, yeah, if, if that goes in 2-1, we win away Sheffield. Do you know what I mean? Because I think we'd have won that game. And then we, it's, it's three points on the ball. We pick up a point against Cheltenham, and we're flying. Go on, Stevie. What did what, what you need to say, mate?
3: Yeah, I was, I was just saying on the, on the top of Asal, he, he's like, towards, towards the start of the season, he, he wasn't like the best player. I, I, think, I think he was underperforming for his standard. But I think, I think gradually through the season, it's like started to pick up a bit. And as as the team's got worse, he's kind of like got better, but it, it kind of like cancels out and it's just like not as good for the team. I
1: I agree with, uh, go on, Lee. I've got a point
2: regarding Assal. You know last year when he, he he jumped on the scene kind of thing? And uh, that was during Ramadan, which means when he was fasting. He's, he's fasting not, he's now. now
1: isn't he? yeah.
2: He's fasting now. So hopefully we get the Assal from last season who scored what? two or three against Accrington away and we beat him 5-1 and he, he's absolutely he looks he does look like he's had a kick up the butt a little bit and he, he looked better against cholton I thought and I think with guys to Sheffield Wednesday we'll come on to Cholton later but guys Chef Wednesday I thought he looked better we didn't really play two up front we played him in kind of a hole yeah. and we left Zach Robinson to roam so with him being in that hole instead of out wide or anything I think he just let he could go free roll and just do what he wanted I think that suits him so much better
1: I think I, I definitely think LaSalle is much better off the ball without the ball than he is with the ball. And the amount of times that you see him hur- sort of hunt and harass and nick a ball here, he is an absolute nightmare, particularly centre-backs who want to take a touch and they're a bit ponderous. I think Asau is fantastic. I, I think full credit to Zach Robinson. I don't think he's anywhere near the finished article. He's absolutely not going to be the guy that will fire the goals to keep you up. But he's worked, he's worked really, really hard. It's just interesting. interest that we for Wednesday, a good, good side. He just felt that, it was it was a classic example of season pros versus kids, and they just kept going and they found a way. It was just annoying that the gold itself, the the winner, Nightingale got a little bit sucked into it. Came to, it just it was just you could see it playing out a mile away, and to go in into Charlton with a point would have been a really fantastic result. And I think it whether it would change the result on Tuesday, I don't know. But what what a wonderful start it would have been for Bowen.
2: I just say quickly regarding uh, Zach Robinson. You got to remember, this kid's nineteen. He shouldn't even be playing first team football. AC when yet. He should be on loan at somewhere in the Conference South or Conference. 100%. He should be learning his trade. He shouldn't be like in. And I think we got to remember when we we look at. I know I'm a big Zach Robinson fanboy. Got post on my wall and everything. I think I rave about the kid and I've raved about him for years. But we also got to remember, like I, I'm quick to jump on players' backs and stuff. I've done it before, and I, I probably should uh, owe people like Chislet an apology, but. With Zach Robinson, he's nineteen, and he's literally just been thrown in and he's he's given everything he's got, I think. like there's one bit against Cholton when he tried to dribble and he'd done a bit of skill, going round one and then unfortunately dribbled himself into like, got it, got himself tangled up. But yeah, we've got to remember that he should be out on loan somewhere else. He shouldn't be in the ARC One First first team. but again, we'll talk about it later regarding recruitment and processes that we're we're relying on a nineteen year old striker against Sheffield Wednesday and Cholton. And if you look through the Chef Wednesday and Cholton squads, how are they playing in League One? Lee Gregory, people like that. Barry Bannon was absolute immense for Sheffield Wednesday. And you look for Charlton, you've got uh, Washington. These players ain't League One players; they're Championship players easily. So, go on, Stevie.
3: Yeah, oh, on on with with Robinson. Although he although he's young, I think he's got the the physicality and the the height for a League One player. Like he can hold off the ball. And players like Asal are the ones he can like feed through through on goal. And I, I've seen this process, but this is this is with Ollie Palmer when he was at Wimbledon. I saw I saw it at Portsmouth, and we kept on going through into their attack every time. We just um the big striker holds off the ball, and then it through through the short pacy one, and they always get through. It works really well.
2: No, great. And I think the problem we got was that we he, he, he shouldn't be playing up front on his own. I think he'd be brilliant to get with a, a an Ollie Palmer or a Cosgrove. Well, Cosgrove, maybe not, because he's just a lamppost. But do you know what I mean? I think he'd be better in a two. Uh, I think we're, we're, we'll, he'll struggle on his own. He ain't a target man, even I agree with what you're saying, Stevie, regarding his strength and pace. But, yeah, I think...
1: Uh, but even with Robinson, Lee, I mean, let's be honest, We he's been okay, but all he's done is put 100% effort in. And there won't yeah. be a single fan out there who goes, he's absolute world-beater, and there won't be a single fan out there who will go, oh, what, you know, Robinson, we're not interested... All he does, that boy, is put an effort in. And that's all we're really interested in, isn't it? I mean, there's nothing else we can ask for. No, that I That's exactly what we need. And I agree.
2: Going back to players that I've given stick to, and, and I think they've performed extremely well the last two games, one, one come off the bench against Charlton. Dan Shocker, I think, as I said before, I think he's our best centre-back now. And uh, and I've given him loads of stick. We called him Dan Shocker. He was awful. He's someone now that gives 100% every game. He, he, he ain't going to be Maldini. Do you know what I mean? He ain't going to be like Matt Everard was in the CCL, score loads of goals and be brilliant. But he is giving 100% and, and he's performing well. Same for Chislett. Chislet was one I said I'd get rid of at the end of the season. Where now I'm thinking, oh, shall we give him a new deal? Because he's come on against Charlton. He was playing well. Well, he scored against Charlton away. He was playing well. But then he got dropped for, by Robo for I don't know why. But I thought he came off the bench the other day. He got man in match against Charlton coming off the bench. I thought he was brilliant. Put on the plate for Robinson. I was chuffed that Robinson
1: scored. I mean, regardless of our situation, um, I don't know we, we're going to touch on Charlton now, but it is a really, really fascinating six games for not our club. I think we're done and, and I've said that and, I, and I'm OK with it. But there was a lot of players, like you said, you, you go out there and you have three or four decent games with a brand new manager. Um, if he stays on, there's a decent possibility you get a gig here and and you get yourself your new contract or if we stay up, which I don't see, but even whichever league it is, I think it's a really, really interesting time. There's six games. There's a lot of players who would be 50-50s in terms of whether you will, whether you won't, fan split. I think it's a really, really interesting time. And people like Chislett yesterday came off the bench, good bit of skill, great cross. I think, I, you know, I, I think he's definitely someone that, regardless of the league that we're in, he's not going to be particularly expensive. And he might be someone that you, you would have another look at.
2: Take away the game on Saturday. We've got winnable games coming up. Crewe, Fleetwood, Aki, Wickham. They're all winnable games. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I mean... I know, you know we're down. We're really drifting towards Charlton, but oh, I it's know, just bro. the fact the fact of like, that game yesterday in what, terms of the frustration of it. What
0: did, you, what did you boys
2: think of the Charlton players' tackle?
1: Mate, I saw it today. On the, have you seen it, Stevie, yet? Oh, mate, yeah, I, it, go I, on I YouTube see and see it. Oh, my God.
2: I'm
3: pretty sure I've seen it, but I'll have a look again.
1: It's the first touch. Like, the touch he makes is horrendous. And then he flies in. He'll be on YouTube or, or Twitter. He just gets no wind. And George, bless George Marsh, fair play to him for jumping. If he doesn't, like, try and jump out of the way of the tackle, that's, that's a broken a, leg.
2: That's a career ending tackle, mate. That was. I'm and sure there's link
1: with this in this as well, by the way.
2: I'd take him. He's a bit of a prick, but I like all oh, shit out. I like oh, Shithazer.
1: it was all right. I like Ooh, oh,
2: Yeah, you're just seeing these things. not Yeah, that,
3: that, that should be a too much plan for that.
2: Well, I think it he's is. There, I think it is. It's
1: got to be a minimum. But,
2: but that oh, whole game yesterday,
1: yeah. was the frustrating thing about it is it just summed up, for me, our entire season in a game in terms of we get given a, a wonderful opportunity and then we literally, Osu, gets destroyed from a, I don't know, I haven't seen it back, but from where I was standing behind the behind our goal, he got done for pace, which is rare, made a mistake, a good bit of quality by the right wing back or the right winger, and they crossed it to a championship forward who has scored goals in the championship, and he's scoring. It. It's like, stop making mistakes, have a bit of quality crossing, and, and have a decent striker. And we just don't have any of them three.
2: Two, two things I want to point out. The, the, the first one is, guys, Sheffield, Winshaw and, and Osu. He's not a win back in a million years. He's a he's a left back because uh, he, he he's not a win back. He gets absolutely roasty. He, he falls asleep. The chef wins their goal was because of him. He fell asleep. They put a ball in. The the guy comes in the back post and scores where he should be marking. Again, I just I think he's a terrible win back, but he's a, he's a half decent left back. The other thing I want to point out is Dobson is exactly what we want Woodyard to be. Yeah, and he's not. Uh, and Woodyard, I'm just getting sick of him just running around like a headless chicken, just moaning at people the whole games. I mean, yeah, do yesterday
1: was frustrating because the first 15 minutes, Charlton just mulled us. I, I couldn't believe yeah. it was. 20 minutes. And then, obviously, it got to nil-nil at halftime and everyone was like, right, let's get behind it. The crowd were magnificent, got the sending off. And then again, it's just, everything's working in your way. You get a sucker punch and then it's like, I mean, it was just unbelievable. Literally, when he scored yesterday, it was just like 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 when Stockley scored, sorry, it was just complete beggars' belief. And obviously we we came and we tried and we tried. Mabude made a couple of really good crosses and again just wasn't a center forward anywhere near it. A nice finish from Zach Robinson, but it's just for me, it's just it's a sums up our season. We've just we haven't been able to get any kind of consistent quality. And then when when we have done, um it's been poor. Come on, can I just talk quickly about Henry Lawrence? Because my God, the, the the man's just gone absolutely nosedive, doesn't he? It was Wait, horrible his, yesterday.
2: His set pieces were unbelievably bad. Like
1: just in, just in general, I mean, I just thought it was rubbish, absolutely terrible yesterday.
2: But who I are you mean, playing there instead? Are you playing right back? I play
1: Aussie right back and play Guinness Walker left back. Oh, I'd just but, do anything. Like but, oh, Lawrence yeah. was a pony yesterday. I know couldn't what you mean. Pass, couldn't tackle. Couldn't his crossing, he was on the corners. (laughs)
2: His set pieces pieces were absolutely awful. I could never, like, they they were schoolboy crossing.
1: It was just, it was just, we kind of constantly are going around the houses. And I I just, like I said, it's just so frustrating when you're looking around and you're seeing pockets of like, Radoni at times turned it on, looked really classy. Asal was hunting. Robinson tried. Chislett was good when he came on. But we just, we just, almost were like that. We're like an actor who always, when it comes on the big stage, just stutters his lines. We just had headers that were like an absolute sitter. Guinness Walker heading into the goal, completely missed it. Just, we just would uh, personally, and again, obviously with the news that we have heard today about the board, this season has just been an absolute nightmare. Like, I know. Chop, chop it and go.
2: Yes, and that it's been horrendous and it all, all by all counts but we'll we'll come on to that in a minute regarding processes and stuff like that and we'll go it's Stevie, before we move on is there anything last minute you want to say regarding anything regarding the games or anything Danny, do you want to say anything boys?
1: All I'm going to say it's just is all I'm, round Yeah, I, I'm with Stevie I just I can't I, I, I've always been quite optimistic and quite positive and I know a lot of women and fans I never say die etc but after Tuesday, me and my dad were like, okay, do you know what? That's well, I'm, it's okay now. We can, like, it's almost like we we can finally, like, you've got your dead relative and you go, oh, I, can, I can let go now. Like, me and my dad were like, you know what? We're okay now. It, go and go and drift off and have a nice summer and let's come back and regroup. It, well, it's not the end of us, far from it. It's just so frustrating. The one year that we desperately, desperately would have loved to have stayed in League One. Um, would have been this year and i just i can't i can't see us i i'm not even sure i see us beating beating fleetwood or Crew to be honest with you now but um, oh, we will yeah hope, there anything there.
2: else to say
3: no i'm i'm just uh i agree that it was a poor season just need to write it off
2: oh it's hard to write off when you could be in league two but anyway we'll move on uh, <laughs> and when we come back yeah. we'll discuss the uh the processes That's the recruitment processes and all the processes that were put in place by Robert. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. So we're back and we're going to be discussing the process. Is it stick or twist? Shall we rip it up? And do we start again? Some people I've seen say we should not be ripping it up. We should, we've got can't keep sacking managers every year and start new processes over and over again. I kind of disagree with that. I think that when you get a new manager in, we should say to him, especially as the process this year has not worked at all. Our recruitment's been possibly the worst recruitment we've ever had. We've got someone in Mark Bowen now who he was a director of football at Reading. He's got experience and contacts. I think if he was to get the job, obviously that's still we don't know if he's going to accept the job if we offer it full-time or if, or if we want him full-time after, say, he loses six in a row and we get spanked now for the rest of the season. But if a new manager's coming in, I think we need to go to them and go, what, what do you want to do? What are you going to do with Wimbledon? Hopefully, we're going to have a bigger budget next season, whatever league we're in. Recruitment-wise, I would always put that down to the manager. I feel pretty sorry for Will Daniels. He's a part-time betting analyst, Who's been come he's come on board and it it literally hasn't worked this year recruitment and i think we should rip it up and let new manager go ahead and and bring a process it all i think would like every manager we've had has always had their own process wally neil Ardley, terry brown dave anderson it's worked before so why not rip it up
1: Stevie, what, is, what do you reckon um
2: well
3: I I don't know I, I I don't know if I trust this new manager or not I I don't really know much about him I I I thought he would be a bit of a flop to be honest but from from the first game I thought I thought the um, the performance seemed quite half decent so I I want to trust in his process and ho- hopefully we get better you know I
1: mean for me I just I don't think the process is a problem I'm I'm more than happy and again it, I don't want to I don't want to sound like Alan Partridge or David Brent or anything like that but Okay, I might have to just say it. So basically, the ultimate process is bring investing in our young players, making sure that we're, our youth is strong because we can't afford to keep buying players and ultimately get good players, sell them off so we can pay the debt off quicker so we can kind of move forward. From, from that angle, I think the process is fine. I don't think we need to change that. And it's a pretty obvious one because that's how it works. The problem I've got is there are components of what we're doing which are not working and we need to do something about. So the recruitment has to change because it's been arguably our worst aspect of what we do. I think the balance of youth with experience has not been right. And I think I would rather, if we're going to go down the young route, I would have less lone players come in and I'd have more young players from Wimbledon playing Even if it's on the bench, I'd only bring in, for me, I would bring in a maximum of four experienced loan players or players of Dobson's age, players who are going to be relatively decent. You might want to have a gamble here and there. But in general, if our focus is to get our players better, let's not buy a 19-year-old from Brentford or loan a 19-year-old from Brentford. Let's get a 30-year-old, a 29, a 28, a 27, whatever else you can get who could maybe support and mentor our younger players, and I think that is something that we should con- continue to, to look to do. I'm disappointed that Robinson has gone because I would have liked to seen him gone the whole way through, and then we can at least go. We've adopted this for 18 months, and it's not worked. But I understand the change, Lee.
2: Yeah, I just want to say we've got your point regarding uh, like our young players and stuff like that, and I think we want to look at like we're looking at say the Brentwood Brentford model.
1: Can you stop oh. saying Brentwood? Yeah, Everybody sorry. Brentford come up. Brentwood. <laughs> I like right. going to the sugar Look,
2: yeah. Looking at the Brentford model, right? Which is fine when Brentford have done it for years and years and years and probably put a lot of money into making that yeah. work and sustainable. They've, they've put full-time people in charge of that kind of process. We're working, as I said, I've said it before, and I don't want to keep going over the processes, but I think it's, it's ideal for this episode is that we, we do money ball on a pound land budget and it ain't just, it ain't worked this year. We've had the loans have been the worst loans I've ever seen uh if any of them if any would you sign any of our loan players no not a chance you'd sign them full-time where we've got what i'm saying with mark Bowen coming in is we've got someone who is experienced contacts direct to a football i'd say let him now just rip it all up and start again through what he wants to do i know people can't, will say you can't keep doing that every year why not next year if we're in league two we need to be looking at getting promoted from league two back to league one, or we're going to just stagnate in league two. We'll possibly go down again. If we follow the same process with all the youth and kids and all that, if we are in league one, we can't go through another proper relegation again, because it's just dire. It just drains the life out of everyone. So I think we need to say to Mark Bowen, like, what does he want? What does he think the best thing for the club going forward? Do you know what I mean? And, and, and take on board what he says. And if think, that new process, then I think that that has to be a new process.
1: I mean, the real concern I've got is we've obviously been going on about youth players and getting them, and obviously recruiting players forward, and obviously a Madoni, Osu, I know they're not necessarily all fresh off the off, off of the youth train. Robinson, an example, but I just over ten years we haven't had a huge amount of young players who have come through who are not necessarily valuable because we've got money for Civic and people like that but who genuinely are, are good players or are star players on our team and we're going to lose and we're going to sell both of our star players this summer without doubt so mm-hmm. we're going to lose a sound we're going to lose Redone. Um so you're asking now it always takes at least a season for someone to come up and get sorted if the priority is getting promoted then I don't I don't really know how we're going to carry on with this kind of process as it is but I feel like we need to run with it, but Stevie, what have you made of the loans? Are you happy with them? Have you been, do you think they've been poor? Where are you at with it?
0: Well,
3: I haven't seen too much of the loans because I haven't been able to watch many of the games, but from what I've heard of that, they've been the worst like loans that we've ever had in the club, and they're just like really awful. So I, I think we should um, try to start, try to loan in more veteran players and, Maybe like 30, 31 year olds next season, just to give the youngsters a little boost, and then um, it, if Asau and Brudonie um, are going to get sold, bring up some more like players that like play like them, like right, right playing style, and then we can like shift them into like making them how they were, and then like move forward from there.
1: I just feel like if you're going to get relegated, Lee, I feel that I cannot see us springboarding. I can't, I cannot see us going down. The squad's going to get completely decimated. And yeah, then we're but, uh, to try and come back up. And well, with well, basically well, Quain Bartley in the squad, well, and well, well, Vendor, well, well, can't see it.
2: So I'm going to talk about that like, when we talk about relegation, is it a bad thing? So that's going to be coming next. But regarding processes and stuff like that, we've got now, if, if Mark Bowen was to take the job full-time, he plays a totally different style of football to what Robo did. Yeah. Right? So what we what you usually have at a club is everyone plays that same style from the youth yeah, upwards. So we have to get rid of some of the process. We have to get rid of some of the cliches that we use. Like, it's funny. On Saturday and on Tuesday, we dropped finishes straight away on the uh, graphics, yeah. and it was back to bench. But you
1: that's got mean? nothing to do with formation, though, is it? You don't change the process because of the formation, because
2: you do though, because every, because you if you're playing three five two in the first team and you're playing like pressing and, or you're playing deep defence and stuff like we're not playing the slick football as we did under Robbo. But you're getting no, but, results. No, that's
1: not the process. That's just the. That's the. It's part of the process. Yeah, but it's still part of the process. The process is basically get young players into the team, sell them for big money, have a young and hungry playing squad, and that—that's in a nutshell our process. That's got nothing to do with. Because are you the still five, sticking two, by eight, that? Three?
2: Are you going to still stick by that that thing that document that we saw with what is it? Two thousand five hundred pounds for an experienced player. But, that's, but that not, is the
1: process. That yeah, that is what. That's going, what I mean.
2: Are we going to follow that going forward? Because I my boy might, might look at that and think, well, the free players I could get lined up, and not they're going to cost us more than two and a half grand. But I'm but also going to get these loanees for nothing.
1: But that's but that's the problem, Lee. That's the that's the what I mean. So you,
2: you have to that. change your processes depending on what manager
1: you have in charge. No, I, no. But we said this though. We said the process has got to be bigger than the robot. You were I, like, well, oh, if you get rid of Robbo, the, the process uh, should yeah. carry on. So it's But now
2: manager, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at it from a diff, now a different manager's coming with different way of speaking and a different – Like he doesn't talk to us like we're kids. He talks to us like we're adults. He's, you can see he's got experience with what he says. He's quite blunt with what he says to us. I like that kind of style. And I think, yeah, if he wants to change the processes, then we have to go, yeah and back. if he's good we have to if we go that which we are getting relegated if we get relegated we have to try and bounce back we can't just stagnate in league two can't it can't Steve
3: so basically i think i think we should um keep keep the um original way to some extent and change it a little bit but we need to get what the manager wants out of out of the squad and to do, do his process but we need to keep the foundation of the original process otherwise the too big of a change can be um, cause us to pay even worse and get more losses stuff.
2: But I, I agree with that. And that's why I think this happened this year because we changed it so drastically in one season. We went from Wally to Robbo and Robbo changed it drastically as this big long-term goal. But then you don't win in 22 games. You end up getting <laughs> sacked. We have to then look at it and go, well, that didn't work. Do you know what I mean? If that process didn't
1: work, then we have to change it a little bit. You have to... <laughs> If you're changing the process, yeah. then, then you're, you could... This is where the problem is, is that I don't think that you can ask... Unless Mark Bowen is committed and you think he's the right kind of guy, bearing in mind he's only signed to the end of the year. So we don't know. Bowen could quite easily take this seven-game hit and go, right, and see you later. So okay. it's, a, it's for me, it's a, it's a risky one. But again, we go back to the Robbo thing. I thought we as a club were at a position that where we went... This is what we would like to do. And then the manager has to fit into that process. Yeah, he but, might go, I want this, maybe, and that. But ultimately, the process is young but, players, youth players coming through, sell them off, and then we can have a go. That's got to be the, the, the conveyor belt, surely.
2: I, I, I kind of get that. But then the CEO goes, the, the manager goes, we've just lost a board member. No one, like, what, what is going on at the club at the moment? We're meant to go, yeah, we're going to follow this process. when all three people have just gone who love the process. I,
1: I'm not... I'm, listen, Do you know what I, I mean? So our I,
2: club I is absolute in. in the shit, it looks like, at the moment, if you're outside looking in. got well, no CEO, no manager, and no ball... Like, the ball's literally in bits are, at the moment.
1: We are an absolute circus at the minute. And it, yeah. it, is, it is such a shame, because like you said, the the one thing... I'm not saying fans are completely innocent, and and social media's been taxing to listen to but my god the amount of money that Plough Lane Bond has made the amount of noise that was made at Hillsborough and Accrington and come rain or come shine Wimbledon fans are, are by and large a great bunch and we have had what well, in my opinion an absolutely horrific first experience coming to Plough Lane but this um, is- yeah, it's uh, I,
2: this I, is I, I why it, it, we've yeah. got to the Don's Trust, and it's only Don's Trust members who get to vote and not the full fans get to have a say. And this is why it drives me mad is because people go, Look, I want, I, like, at the moment, the whole Don's Trust board is taking an absolute battering. It might not be the Don's Trust board that deserved the battering, it might be the PLC board. And then you've got four people on the PLC board and on the Don's Trust board. So it kind of murks of the water a little bit. But we've got to stop going to people, Well, if you don't like who's on the Don's Trust board, why don't you stand next time? People have job. people have lives. They might not be able to stand and... Pop mean, there's no civil weapons.
1: war, you know this. There's no but, civil <laughs> war, everything's good
2: but, but every fan should be allowed an opinion. You, you're, you're telling people they can't have an opinion because they're not Don's Trust members or they're not going to be able to stand. If you don't like the person on the Don's Trust board, then stand and replace him. I don't have time to do that. I don't have time to... I'd love to, but I don't. But I can still have an opinion and so say, you're not doing a good enough job. Why, like, that's why I still feel a bit so... Paul, i was just about to say phil daniels in uh daniels, will daniels. daniels right because he's a part-time he come in as part-time we've got two part-time uh, scouts we're a ceo on our recruitment panel who is he then who is he holding him accountable if it's shit which it has been i know he's gone now so i just think one thing i would scrap i would scrap the uh, football committee uh, and the recruitment committee because that's been absolutely awful and then the manager should be in charge of the, I understand that Robbo was not getting the players that he wanted, and he was not signing off on these players. But they were the players that were given to him. Okay. I mean?
1: So are we? Are we as a? Okay. Let's 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 get into the. Let's roll. I've rolled my sleeves up already, as you can see. Look. Um. Are we scrapping this process? Are we saying thank you very much? This process has been what it is, and thank you very much. And we're going to follow Bowen if if he carries on, or a senior manager. Because that's the other thing we've got to think about. If we want a senior manager, we're not necessarily going to be able to run the same process because they're not going to buy into it. Or do we go, this is the process and we need to fit a manager to, to fit it?
2: Sorry, Steve, just let me. I just got a point because you're trying. I just think you have to fit the process around the manager because if we go to them, this is the process, a manager might come in and go, I'm laugh at it, laugh at that process and go, no, I'm not, I can't do that. I ain't going to be able to do it. And then we end up with like, like what? Shit, managers come in.
0: My only problem, my only
2: worry about my only worry about Bowen is that he'd come in to put his name out there. And if he does a great job with us, everyone goes, Oh, look, this Mark Bowen looks good. Shall we get him in, say, Morecambe, get rid of their manager or, or Shoesby or something, and go, Right, this Mark Bowen look good. We can give him more than Wimbledon. Let's get him in to manage our club instead. That's my only worry. I'm hoping that he's come in on an audition for us, but he could be auditioning for other clubs away from us. And I just think you have to scrap a process if the manager wants it to be scrapped because he's but going because to be you're, leading the club. But what
1: you're and the saying, football
2: committee has got to be scrapped straight away.
1: But as a club then, bearing in mind the the lifespan life of a manager's no, no more than 18 months really. Every 18 months, your whole culture of your club, the way that you go about things, changes every 18 months. And we can't do but but that, that, we, we don't,
2: don't that, do... That's, no, but that's, that's a myth. We don't sack managers every 18 months.
1: We do though. No but we we, we no we don't. we sacked managers we if, no, no, no. Ardley, if they're poor. Hardly Hod Hodges, Downs, Robinson, Ardley none didn't, of them. Hardly get it, Ardley got well, longer than 18 months. Hardly has been Ardley sacked. Hardly got, Ardley got longer than 18 months. Hardly's been sacked. Yeah.
2: Wally, other got, manager Wally got has sat, sat 18 Wally 18 months. got sacked. Wally got sacked cuz he fucked
1: up. Eight, less and than 18 they, months. Right? He, he he
2: what you meant to do? He fucked up and they they, they he gave them a way out. Right, Factually, and they sacked him for it. He's which, lasted eighteen right? months. Glyn Hodges, right? He, everyone kind of jumped on his back. It was poor and stuff like that. He was a really bad manager. Eighteen months. Robinson did not win a game in twenty-two, so he had to be sacked. He should have been Correct. sacked six games ago. So should have, he should have been sacked two months ago. So it wouldn't have been eighteen months. It would have been sixteen months.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Uncle Google how long does a, uh, the average football manager last? Yeah, but we're and not the average. If you people. come
2: into Wimbledon, you come into Wimbledon, you know, if you do a good job, you are going to be in a. You ain't getting sacked. We are quite lenient with our managers. Robbo should have gone ages Agreed. ago. Yeah? We were quite... Any manager who goes 21 games unbeaten gets sacked. What's your thoughts, Stevie, on managers getting sacked at Wimbledon? We're quite patient, I believe. Um, I, I reckon Robbo should have been gone
3: a long time ago. Like you said, six or seven games ago. It, keeping them on for that long is uh, unacceptable. But it's just um, I, feel, I feel like the club's got too
2: many ignorant people in charge to need to
0: need
2: to sort that out go go on a bit more about that stevie because you're a young you're a young wimbledon fan you're 16 years old do you know what I mean we get told that we, we people see it differently so you're you're a young 16 year old what, what do you mean by who do you think who do you think is accountable at the moment um don's trust
3: i've, I've don's seen support. i've seen on facebook tons of people have yeah, I've, I've I've seen like tons of people say that Don Trust has to go. It's it's a fans club for a reason. You don't want just specific people giving their opinion. You want the the whole the whole fans, and you you as well as the managers just to like. But it's just ignorant people saying no. Only Don's trust. They're in charge. You do this that and stuff.
2: No, I kind of, I kind of agree. The only problem I've got with that is I don't want. I, there's some people on the Dons Trust Board. Maybe I don't think are good enough. They don't offer a lot. There's, there's people that got onto, the, didn't get onto the Dons Trust Board that would have been better. But these people are putting themselves out there. They are giving a hundred percent. We've just lost. Xavier Wiggins, who I know personally, and I think he's a good man. I think we've lost someone who, who does amazing work, not just for Wimbledon, but for D-Lag. And I think he's going to be sorely missed. I, I reckon he'll be around it still uh, with the people that he knows on the board. But I think we need to look at more like people like Freddie Flaxman, people like Xavier Wiggins, people like James Price. Is it James Price? Pricey. People like that who have business acumen. They, they have they've run businesses, successful businesses. They've, they know people like I think we need to look at that other than just a fan who goes every game and they know people, like, like the fans vote to them because they know their face, they get along with them in the bar. You can't be voting people on to run a football club just because you get along with them if they don't offer nothing business-wise, financial-wise, football-wise. I don't, I just that really drives me mad at the moment. I, t- There's I pe- totally agree with you. People on the board that are great, like uh, Michelle, Graham Stacey, people are doing really good jobs on the board. And we need to make sure that these people aren't hounded out. But we also need to make sure that the board is full of good people. The whole lot of it. You can't it just have one or two. That's
1: I think all the boards, yeah. in terms of their ambitions are great. And I think they're nice guys and nice people. But as we've said, Lee, and we chat a lot off of camera, if you like. But it's like, how, how are these people the best people placed to run the football club? Or, to, or with, their, with their backgrounds? I mean, like I said, me and you could run it. We've, we've been in here, we've obviously got a couple of million and listen to us. We run it, all of a sudden, you know, I'm the co-chair or I'm the chair of the Don's Trust. I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. And you can go through hustings and what you like, but with such a small community, with such a, a relatively low turnout, which, which is similar to across other elections, I just find it, it's a very odd, it doesn't quite sit right that you could literally have people who don't have a clue what they're doing running a football club. And I feel
2: that's part of the problem. I, I, I had an idea. I think what, we've got the space at the football club at the moment, haven't we? We've got that massive hall area. So we need, we need to do a, a public meeting where the Don's Trust board are there, like all in faces, and we have questions to them. But not just from Don's Trust board members, from fans. Every fan, you know what I mean? Get people there and get grievances. I'm not being rude. If this was a chairman in charge, say Roman Abramovich was in charge of Wimbledon, and it, we just oversaw this whole season as it is, one person in charge, the people on the Don's Trust board now, I know they would be questioning what was going on. And they would be questioning and asking the, this chairman what was happening. So why could like all fans now question the Don's Trust board? Do you get what I mean by that? Because if it was one chairman, everyone would be going, like, people would go mad at him. and I don't, and even I don't
1: the, disagree that at all.
2: Do you know what I mean? And, or her. Do you know what I mean? It's be... hard
1: though, Lee, also. And again, it is very difficult to have a pot and poke and, and prod at volunteers. It's it ain't really, no, it really ain't really no. they are
2: putting you're putting yourself in that position. You're putting yourself yeah. in that position to do it. So you have to now take the shit with this move. And the, the people are well happy to take this move and they're well happy to take the plaudits. But when the shit hits the fan, you have to then be held accountable as well. And if you're going for a job, like that's what I said, if you're, like, we got to remember these people are fans, they're giving 100%, but you you can question them. Don't get personal and stuff like that. Don't, Deliberately try and antagonize people. Question them why has that happened? Why was the t- ticket fiasco? Was Joe Palmer to blame for a lot of this stuff? And, and that's why he's now left.
0: But it's because you know I
2: mean? it Robbo and Palmer have been the ones that have been kicked out.
0: Yeah. So that
2: says to me that, that's, that they're two to, to blame for it.
1: But obviously, the Don's trust, they, I mean, we've got one guy who stepped down. And um, I don't know. Just, I don't know. For me, it's a bit tricky on the fact that. With Joe Palmer and Robinson, I, I personally think they both jumped. And, which I think is a bigger question, that we've got three people, in my opinion, who all three have jumped. And it'd be interesting to see why these three people have decided. I think Joe Palmer smelt a rat and went, right, that's me gone. This is not going the way I want it to go, I'm off. I think Robinson jumped because, bless him, I think he ran out of rope and was like, do you know what, I've got nowhere to go. And bless Xavier, because like I said, when I was growing up, watching Wimbledon, I used to look at people like Xavier and go, I want to be that kind of bloke, starting chance and having a great day. And young fans look at me and think, "Wow, I want to be where he is." But I've, I, like I said, I just feel like the club needs a shakedown, and like it might be unpopular, but I just still believe that if fan-owned ownership was as good as it it, it 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 might well be, everyone would be doing it, and they don't. And like I said, I know the Green Bay Packers do it over in the states, in English football, in a lot of football Sweet. clubs. They just don't do it, um, and I feel like ultimately. Not it's not just a, a knee jerk of this year. It's just I feel like if we've we've done so well getting where we need to get to, but the next step in our journey is so massive that we need we need to change. Up. I, I, I really I, hope we hope changes, but
2: I really hope we get the fans Avio back because he, he's a great guy. When he was on the terrace, he was singing. I've been on many away games with him. Had a few beers with him. He is a really good fan and uh, he loves giving it to him. But. I, just, I, I think we need to now open it up to the full fan base regarding everything that we do now as we were meant to be a fan-owned club and, and, and decisions are like being made. with. I think that people are just really annoyed with now. And I, I think Joe Palmer was to blame for a lot of it and that's maybe why it went. Robbo was to blame for the football side and that's why he's now gone. But the, the, we have to hold the Don's Trust board or the PLC board accountable. I was going to say to you two, do you think we should get maybe a couple of independent people on the board? Right, like Nick Robertson. Um, and, and and because it's all too family, it's all too friendly. So if you're friends with one person in the club, do you know what I mean? It's like Robbo. Robbo was too friendly with some of the Don's trust board. So that may be why it made it a harder decision to sack him earlier. Do you get what I mean by that? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, what, what I think is that that we should get some people as um to like take over who you know what they're doing, but to, to some extent, like they've got to love football, love the club. And they can't they can't just do it for the sake of it, like getting known. They got they got to know what they're doing, like the club, and have a good process and actually benefit the club instead of just being ignorant and getting their name
2: out there and all that sort of stuff see that's one thing i totally agree with you steve there's too many people at our club i've called them weasels before there's too many people at our club who just want to have their face in everything they want to have their name about and that they become this kind of superstar afc women and fan uh, and and it shouldn't be about that it should be about the club first what what the fan all the fans want i want to take on board every single fan me and danny have said it loads of times we'll get as many people on this podcast who disagree with us as as possible we'll get people to come on and and, and we listen to all fans. I think the club kind of steps away from that. That's why I said maybe a couple on the board that are independent that don't have that relationship with people on the board already or have that relationship with the club. It's all just too friendly, too familiar. And it just it annoys the hell out of me.
1: Lee, last question for both of you from me. Do you feel that after this year that the club is going to sit down, have a look at itself? And, and are we going to be a, an improved club? Not the team. Team will be the team. Club. Are we going to see an improved version of AFC Wimbledon next year regarding how we're run, budget, ground, whatever else you might call it? Or are we going to be sort of same, same, same?
2: I think we're going to stay the same. And I think uh, I'm struggling to see, I, I miss going football bad. I'm, I'm not going football at the moment because I'm getting married in five weeks. So all my money's going on that. And I miss it badly. But I was thinking today, if things don't change at the club, would it be worth me getting a season ticket? I love Plough Lane. I love seeing my mates. But would it be worth me getting a season ticket and just seeing the same old shit all the time when I can just go away games and enjoy the football instead? And if the football shit, I'm still getting drunk. I'm still having a laugh with my mates. And I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm traveling around different places of the country. I, I think a lot of people now are contemplating are they going to get season tickets next year because of one, the dross on the pitch? And some of the players, their arrogance and their just the way they, they do things at the moment. Footballers, modern footballers, just annoy people. And I just think off the pitch, I think people just get really annoyed with being told that their opinion doesn't count, uh, and the only opinions account are the people that are involved within the club or have been put involved in the club. Without there's 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 things that are involved in the club now that that people have been given jobs that weren't even put out there to other fans. There's so many fans that could do the jobs and could do it better. I'm not just talking, this ain't talking about Don Struss ball, I'm talking about jobs within the club. Uh, but yeah, we also got to remember there's, there is good people at the club as well. People in the club shop, you know what I mean? Matt and Anthony Circuit do a great job uh, and they, they smash it every single week. The bar is brilliant now. Uh, By the Horns have taken that over and they're doing an absolute smashing job. But I think higher up, there's too many people with their own egos. And if it doesn't change, I'd I, I, seriously... I, I, I hate saying it because I probably will get a ticket anyway. I always say it, you know what I mean? But it's a lot of money at the moment and it's not fun. It's not enjoyable to watch football. But we'll come on that later. It's
1: a long way to go. I mean, someone like Stevie and you, you guys have got... A, if you're going to go to Plough Lane, it's a, it's a three-hour round trip, potentially. Yeah, but... I
2: the problem is, I did that in my youth. I loved it. I loved going everywhere. Wimbledon, like Sellers, Pearl Lane, everywhere, watching Wimbledon, going all the way. But as you get older, you get kids, your missus starts going. That's why most men go to away days, is to get away from her indoors, get away from the kids. I'm just going to football. Most, some of my mates don't even go watch the football when they go up to like Manchester and Newport. They stay in the pub all day. But then, missus thinks they're, they're at the football and they're just standing in the pub just to get Trying away to,
1: from Do not want to say any names just to kind of dob them into their words? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I it. don't.
2: Go away. Snitches get snitches, mate. No, I don't want to do that. But, uh, Stevie, what's your, what's your view? As a 16-year-old fan, travelling up from Portsmouth games, how, how are you feeling as a fan? How, do you feel that you're listened to? Do you feel that your view counts?
3: No, I, I don't think, feel like they, they really care about every everyone's opinion. I think it's they only they only care about the Don's Trust of people of high stature, and I feel like that comes in that people want to get their name name known and become part of the Don's Trust. It's part. It's all part of that ignorance. Like <laughs> they, they they want to be like they, they want to be known just to so they can actually get heard, as well as just to be known for their name as well. So, and for me, like I, I have to travel, I have to travel ages to get up there. And I can't even park half the time. And sometimes I have to get home at like ten if so it's like a seven forty-five kickoff. And if, if I've like school the next day, it's like a right pain. Especially especially if we have a awful performance and lose, it's it's really not not good yeah. just to
1: travel all that way for that. But that's for you to travel and yeah. do double Latin do your next day. I mean that's a killer.
2: That's part of being a football fan. I used to travel from Chigwell all the way and you now I used to have to go to college the next then you know.
1: Oh, mate, you never went to college. Behave yourself. I did. University <laughs> life,
2: mate. That's what I you went a, to. I did a GMVQ. It's the only one I could get accepted on. Leisure and tourism. Never never needed it in, in my life. But, uh, Danny, what's your what's your point? Your question, your answer. Do you
1: know what? I've, I, I feel like the club will get better and I think that, that the ground's been great. I think that there will definitely be a review at the end of the year. They've obviously alluded to it. Um, and I I'm kind of stuck between whether it, this has just been a bit of a, an anomaly season in terms of off the pitch, we've been so poor. I mean, even the the massive video thing, for 20 minutes of Robbo and Chris Stewart and Xavier, and then two weeks later, two of them aren't here anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, Jesus, like that. I, I, I think it, it will change and it will become much, much better. Um, but... Yeah, I, I think we'll be a better club in the long term. But um, but then I we were meant to have a ticket. More bumps in the road first.
2: Well, we meant to have a ticket in review. That was meant to be coming out shortly, and that's still not not come out yet. Must be, yeah. Oh, I they say stuff, as I said, I'd rather get. I'd love to get them in a the big room, get loads of fans there, question them, like they did when we released the Don's Trust bond, and uh, we questioned them, and people weren't happy with what was being said at the time, and it got questioned. I kind of agree with Stevie's point now is that some people, they don't like being questioned, but they do like doing the questioning. Uh, but if you're going to be on the Don Trust board or you're going to be part of the club and you're going to be within the inner circle, you're going to have to have mud thrown at you sometimes. Uh, right, we're going to move on. And then when we come back, is getting relegated such a bad thing? The
1: Wombles had a
3: dream podcast by the fans... For the fans.
2: And we're back and we're going to be discussing relegation. Is it such a bad thing? Uh, my point of view is no, I don't think it would be such a bad thing. As long as we get a decent manager like... Uh, I, I am I am falling for Mark Bowen a little bit and uh, Eddie. I do like the cut of his jib. I do like the stuff that he's saying. I do like the fact that we look better already. But we also got to take it carefully because I've seen it before where you've got a manager who takes over seven games, does really well, gets in charge. I think Glenn Hodges is probably point there, does really well. And in full season, he's absolutely horrendous. But I think if we get a manager in and if we can have a decent top half League Two budget, not saying I want the top three or top six, just the top 10 budget in League Two. I think we could do decent things in League Two. And if we start winning games... It's about bringing the fun back. We said it earlier. There is no fun in football at the moment, is there? Going to watch Wimbledon, it ain't fun. And I think that's what we need to do. So, it is getting relegated the worst thing? In my opinion, no.
3: Stevie, on, he's Stevie.
2: Got a...
3: Yeah. Um, Although I think it's the best thing to get relegated, I do think there is going to be some negatives out of it. Like, we're going to sell our best players. So, if we go back up straight away, we'll, be a, we'll have a weaker squad than before. And um, the fact that we go down may put some people up and go and watch the games. and. Like we won't even sell out the stadium like we have been doing in the past.
2: I, that, I've got one point regarding that, because apparently we've been selling out the uh, stadium this year, and you look at it, it's still half empty. Just it, quite, I know they're counting season ticket holders and the benches, but it's driving me mad. But that's another point in case. But we uh, are going to get relegated. If we sold, say we sell Rudani in a cell, right, we've got a few players out of contract. I think Hennigan, Woodyard, all the loans go back.
1: Oh, again, uh, yeah.
2: This is what I was saying about the processes earlier. You give Mike Bowie a blank piece of paper with a half decent budget, I think he could put together a good, decent League Two squad with some of the players already there. Hundred percent, yeah, Danny. I
1: don't, I don't think it's to be an end of Wimbledon. Far from it. I think we've come far too far for us to worry about a relegation. And I do feel that we have been, was it like, like I just, I just feel like we haven't been a a League One team. And I don't think we're a League one club, to be honest. I think we've worked really, really hard to be where we are. But really, I think we are a league two set up. I personally feel if we go relegated, I think we'll be 12th. I think we'll be middle of the road. I think it'll be a a year where we'll have to find a way of getting our younger players who are going to be getting experience. We'll be almost rebuilding a squad to potentially have a go the following year. I don't see us bouncing back at all. I think the money that we'll sell for Rodoni and will go straight off the loan, which it probably should do. And I think then too we'll go for a combination of not probably, we might be lucky, might get a million maybe for the pair of them. I don't think we'll get more than that. But I feel like it's the right thing for the club to do. And I think that we can take a step back, reevaluate to go forwards. But I do also think that people forgot that when we got promoted, <clears throat> since we've been in that league, in the Football League, we've basically been in the bottom 10 of every league we've been in. And the league, the year we got promoted was the year that we chucked some dosh here and we got really lucky that Accrington away game where we thought Ardley could get sacked and we came back and I think we won actually, if it won away 4-3 at Accrington, it kind of turned all our fortunes around. So I think we'll get relegated. I think we'll be bang, bang average and then all of a sudden it will start to to start kicking off and getting better. Um, that's what I think. anyway.
2: So I totally disagree with you because if you look at players in League 2, Northampton are doing all right in the League 2. Got Mitchell Pinnock as one of their star players. Yeah. I'd have him nowhere near our squad. At the yeah, moment, even in our playing, squad now, would you, you have him in your? Would you have him in the squad now,
1: mate? If it's the Mitchell Pinnock that plays at Northampton now, I'm having him every day of the week.
2: Yeah, no, no, if you can't. The, if you, it's
1: the Mitchell Pinnock for Wimbledon, then I'm not going to have.
2: Him. Well, it's got to be the Mitchell Pinnock we had at Wimbledon because that's the only thing we can judge. Yeah,
1: yeah but you, but you can He's you dropped draw. down
2: to League Two and he's smashing it.
1: Yeah, but then, Dylan but Conley, I think we've got. He got of, he's smashing it a more. Also. also,
2: think that we've got Rudoni in a sell. That if we sell, I think we're going to get about a million and a half, 1.2 million from two of them. Some of that has to go to the loan, but some of that has to be reinvested back into no the no way, no way. Has to be. It's not for me. But it has it's to be. It has happen. to. Has to, otherwise we're going to have what Stevie just said I said if we if it if we do start playing dire in league two against people like Leighton Orient and Barrows at home, then people will just give up. What well, you said like earlier, like seeing tickets are going to be priority of the
1: club Lee right now, above everything, is what? It, it can't
2: be the loan. It can't,
1: it can't, it has, has to be. It has can't to be, be can't be,
2: can't it be. You to have be. to put something decent on that pitch.
1: No, you have to the priority of Wimbledon Football Club at this exact moment is paying off that loan. And one
2: of the reasons the why we're getting relegated is they prioritize money over a replacement for totally Lee Palmer. Totally we agree. We've got a lamppost in Cosgrove who, who's what played five games, looked like he's going to score one, right? We we prioritize, money. we can't do that if we drop to the League Two. We have to have a half decent budget. Had to. You
1: know, we might have a half decent budget in terms of what they're going to say that we've got before the season starts. But if we sell those players, those players, that money is going to take As- off. A As- As- I chuckle. don't
2: think, I don't think ourselves As- going anywhere, to be fair.
1: You don't think he's, he's going anywhere?
2: He signed a, who's signing him and he signed a good contract. Okay, he's still oh, under contract.
1: I'd love a bet with you on this one. Asala yeah. As- Radoni, there is no way. R-
2: Radoni's off 100%. They start
1: the net, the first game yeah. next year. No way.
2: Radoni's off, right? Radoni's off, 100%. I don't think Assel's off. I think he's... Uh, depends on who's going to sign him. If Charlton come in, but they ain't got that. Well, They've got a bit of money. But yeah, Charlton I, might yeah. be the only one. But
1: He's a young lad. He's going to be no more than three or four hundred grand with a sizable sell-on, with a sizable appearances, etc. There's Stevie, no way you... someone's not taking a punt on him. Stevie, Stevie,
2: what are you saying? Assel and Rodoni, do you think they'll be both here or, or, or both gone next season?
3: Um... Well, I th- I think Aldonio will pack
2: it in and leave, but
3: Asal is um I'm I kind of fifty fifty split whether he'll leave or stay. But I, I, in my opinion, I think he I think he will stay for just one or two more seasons. And what are you back
2: up. And in what value are you having him at? If you if your club were coming in now and you'd go right, this is how much you're you're selling him for. Um, between half a mil to six hundred k. You
3: got you got to put big bucks on um, the good players.
2: I'd have a million on Radoni straight away. There's players worse than Rodoni that have been gone for worse money, mate. Danny, you've got your heads in your hands,
1: but... How many... Well, think about League One. How many players have left League One for a million pound-plus who have have been... Think about someone like Rathbone, who is class, and he went for not very much at all. Rodoni has not won enough games. He does score goals, granted.
2: And gets assists.
1: Value to us... Of a million, but you say assists, but we haven't been scoring any goals. <laughs> and if he was I, that good, Doney, I think we'll. I think we'll players. get
2: one to one point five from both. I don't think it sells off either. I don't think he'll go. I think he'll stay. And if he stays in League Two, I think we'll, we've got a player there. But one thing we need to do in League Two is I think we need to get rid of some of the dead wood. I I wouldn't sign. So I'd free transfers. Hennigan. Would you keep Hennigan? League Two.
1: Yes. But this is a, no way staying. This
2: yeah. is, I don't think he'll stay because it, it's quite funny with regards to Hennigan. Is that he wanted to be playing championship football a couple of years ago, didn't he? and ne- next season he's going to be playing League Two football. Uh, I, I wouldn't keep Hennigan, I wouldn't keep Wujud, uh, I wouldn't keep Shay Alexander, I'd, I'd sell Nesta and I'd start again, mate. We have to, we blank piece of paper for and give give, give our new manager. Hopefully, it'd be Mark Bowen. Uh, I put my, my, my flag on the mast, whatever it is. And hopefully, uh, yeah, we've got to have a good budget. And you know one thing we need next year?
1: Some goals, some points. A couple uh, of
2: decent strikers. A couple of decent strikers. 100%. It's what we lack this year, then. It's why we're I don't, going down.
1: I don't think, but, but going back to the original question, I don't think relegation is the absolute be-all and end-all because I feel like if, I, I do have, I don't worry too much about being another South End or Yeovil, but I do feel like we could quite easily do a Crawley and be middle, to middle League 2 for a sizable amount of years. But unfortunately, until that loan is paid off, the priority of the club, and they've said it already because they sold Palmer and didn't replace him, the, 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 the fundamental thing is we are going to be, be, be in this position with, with an improved budget, which is still going to be piss poor, that we're, we're going to be... We're, going to, we're not going to be bouncing back and flying unless we have a bit of magic. We get a fours, we get somebody else from League. But in League Two, are we going to get that? I, I, I
2: don't well, you're speak. just hoping, again, the managers come in, changes the process, and we hopefully get some decent players in. But I, on a selfish point of view, I'm looking at League Two and thinking, oh, there's some grounds I can tick off there. Like I've never been to Harrogate, Salford. Also, hopefully, Stevenage get relegated so we don't have to go there again. Oh,
1: Stephen. Barrow,
2: barrow away is an absolute dream of a trip. It's like eight-hour day uh, just to get there, and then you've got the football. I love Barrow Way. <laughs> Christmas we went. The worst Christmas tree I've ever seen in my life as well. It was like oh, just, a it was just a mud pile with uh, lights on it and uh, balls. I think just the just only mud.
1: problem with, with, with mm. League 2 is that I don't think, and I'm going to have a look now, there's not... There's, <laughs> there's not... I've just seen your message, Lee, sorry. There's not many... Um, Southern games I don't think there's not many yeah.
2: teams with massive budgets either Salford will literally be literally like if Wrexham go up
1: I mean local derbies you've got Crawley Orient and Orient yeah that's it and maybe if you want to be but yeah but that's not over. that might be localish to you yes, it's right. not local but there's a lot of League <laughs> 2 grounds that I've not done but whether I'll be able to convince Mrs. Baker that she'll let and To be fair,
2: next year, next year, when I was coming to games, on away games, I used to sort out pubs. And this year we've left it. I remember it to you
1: a, said that actually. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I found one of the best pubs ever in Barnsley called the Moulders Arms, Unreal I'm, I'm Pub. And this year, our mate Lewis has been doing it. He's been doing an okay job. He's doing all right with pubs. But the other day we messaged him when he was in Sheffield and we went, oh, where are you? Like, what? You, where have you been drinking? And he went, oh, we're just in Weatherspoons. So if oh, you're I'm drinking in the really Weatherspoons, then you're getting sacked off pubs now, mate. I'm telling you, Lou, if you're listening... He
1: hasn't followed the process, has he? you gonna have to get rid of him. What's he, what,
2: poor man's Milton? Gone, mate. He's gone off pubs now. But yeah, I'm selfishly, I'm thinking League One's done. I'd, l- I'd love to go Sh- Shelf Wednesday again next year. I'd love to go Sunderland. I'd love to go no, I'm done to with Derby. You, I'd love to go to these grounds. But now I'm looking at League Two and thinking, I'm going to Harrogate. I'm going to Salford. I can go to Barrow again. <laughs> Carlisle is one of the best days out you'll ever have in your life.
1: Well, it would be, it'd be nice to actually play a game of football and, and be in a league where we can kind of not be, hopefully anyway, but, but just be a bit more comfortable But Then we'll know, if
2: we go down, Dan we'll know if the uh, the club has sorted itself out, because if we're struggling again, do you know what I mean? We can't struggle in Luton, we really can't can, I can't fathom us walk dropping out of league and doing a south end. Oh, I really don't want to think about that, but it could happen Go on then, Stevie
3: On on the uh, topic of local clubs, Sutton are not looking like they're going up, so they might be in League Two again. That's true. I didn't
1: didn't factor in Sutton. It's literally round the corner for me. You don't know your team? Me? It's right around the
2: corner. When you were at Wembley the other day?
1: No.
2: no. Also, I met one of these people the other day when Sutton were playing, oh, go on Sutton, I hope you win. I didn't. I wanted them to get battered. By that,
1: but that's you is it, you're just miserable and grumpy
2: No I hate Sutton, they're a bunch of mugs They didn't like us when we were coming through the leagues They thought they were bigger than us, and we smashed them I didn't oh. get that the other day Oh go on Sutton, no fuck Sutton hope oh, they got smashed <laughs> I'm well happy that Rotherham scored in the right last seconds wow. And they were crying wow. Anyway should <laughs> we move on Let's then?
1: move on mate quickly before you blow another gasket
2: We'll come back and we'll preview That game on Saturday The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. So we're back and we're going to be discussing the game on Saturday against the Scum. One game I'm dreading, not because it's there I can't stand them and I don't really care (laughs) about them that much, but we're going to get (laughs) smashed.
1: Are we still having it where we're not having them cordoned off? Like no, They're not getting, them just turning up and doing whatever.
2: They're turning up and doing whatever. And that's going to be that. very...
1: That was crazy. Uh, that's going to be oh, very, very, very interesting.
2: This could be very, very interesting on the fact that the matter is that they're probably, and I hate to say it, and people don't shoot me Danny. they're probably the best team in the league at the moment.
1: Yeah, they are. There's no doubt. You yeah. can hate them, but they are good at the moment, yeah.
2: And we're one of the worst teams in the league.
1: What? No, 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 change
2: that, change it. We, we are the worst team in the Correct.
1: league. Correct. Nah, We've nah, been- crew, crew of worst nah. teams. Hey, the statistics yeah. are otherwise,
2: mate. Right, and if we lose our 4 or 5 nil, you wouldn't be surprised, and then you've got them lot running around our fucking area with their pants down, Take the piss out of us, really. I, I hate talking about them, really do, I hate talking about the game, but what do you... Yeah. Steve, what do you think, what do you think, formation-wise, how do you think we'll start up? Um i'm probably saying i I think i think we should
3: rock a three five two two up top i don't think we i think we'll go more three four three or um three five three five one i think is that three is it three five one or three five one one i think it is i only got so Uh, we don't realize there mate and the goalie yeah
2: three five one so you've only got he he said three five one
3: one Oh,
2: yeah, that's what I meant. 3 five, so, one. I thought you said three, five, one. <laughs> 10 players uh, taking the piss. A little oh, yeah.
3: Easy. Oh, yeah. No, I did at first, but then I was like
1: thinking, that's like,
2: yeah, it's not enough players. So.
1: Does Hartigan <laughs> get back in the side for Saturday? Do no. you play an extra sort of holding midfielder?
2: Do you play Chisley? Well, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean...
2: Yeah. There's uh, one player we've totally got... forgot about who's injured is McCormick.
1: Well, no, oh, nothing's been about. said, has it, either?
2: But Chisley, I th- the thing I got with it is you have to play Marsh and Woodyard. You have to play Woodyard, unfortunately. He runs around like headless chicken, but he does stop and playing. He don't do nothing else with the ball though. Marsh I has to play.
1: I'm not sure, mate. Now I think I feel we've got to throw a bit of caution to the wind. And I, if, if we are going to play wing backs, I think you've got to play your three and your and your wide guys. We need two forwards, which is Asou and Robinson as it is. I think you can play. I think you're going to have to. We're going to have to throw a bit of caution to the wind and play. Woodyard, and then I'd, pl- I'd play Redonian Chislet at the moment.
2: See, I so I think you're more aggressive. I think you have to play Chislet. I think we might as
1: well. This is a it's not a free hit, but we've got to chuck something at it.
2: There's no such thing as a fucking free hit. We've
1: got we have got to chuck mm. it. There's no point sitting down and waiting whether we but, lose one nil or three nil which is, is debate. Is <sighs> not even
2: we get we get smashed and things. we get smashed and I dread to think what the uh atmosphere and what it's going to be like around the ground and stuff. <clears throat> oh. It's going to be a nightmare, mate. And uh I don't want... I, I like Bowen. I don't think if we get smashed and he starts getting stick or something and it starts going on him.
1: But he can't get a stick after three games. I saw sure a so. stick
2: the other day against Charlton. How? So.
1: How can you give a guy a stick after two games?
2: Uh, but, yeah, I just... I just, I don't know what and I'd do goal formation-wise.
1: Goal I like Is It's the... minus 23. So <laughs> what, what would you rather? Play it tight and lose by one or rather go and... It might be all right. Well, we might lose
2: by three. We've never had a go against them, other than no, the Johnson Pate just, trophy. We've never have a had bit a go. Of a go at them. And why hopefully the club will play it up. Stop shitting ourselves. Stop pretending it don't happen. Play the game up. Get everyone fucking rolled up for it, fans and, and players, and just smash Dean Lewin. In. And hopefully we beat them. But I can't see it. I can't see. It. And they're all gonna be in DMs and everything. It's just gonna drive me mad. But yeah,
1: but just delete
2: them, mate. I blocked them, them all last year, the mugs.
1: I mean, they do alright, you know. From a, by the way, on a budget, don't they? They've got Connor Wickham,
2: all right, mate. Lydina, hey.
1: Scott Twine, he's a he's a quality player. All right, what
2: well, are you? What you
1: spoke
2: MK now, say? So, eh?
1: No, I can just read the internet.
2: You want to shut up about them mugs?
1: Look, it's all right. It, I'm just I'm, glad I'm
2: not I'm not going, and I'm yeah. glad I'm not going because with Vegas, chat. with I'm, Vegas in five weeks, I'd get nicked. Hundred percent, when we be going for Vegas.
1: We had a chat about this, and like oh. people can, I don't, I'm I'm not particularly a big fan of him, but. I, I'm completely ambivalent now. I've just I'm you know what, you're over there and I'm over here. I don't make it out to be this absolute absolute be all and end all grudge man. I I'm I'm way past it. But I don't see us getting a huge amount out of it. But we, there were a few positive signs, so sod it. Let's go for a draw. Let's what be bold mean? and say one one.
2: Ambivalent. Then I mean ambivalent. like you're like a your lizard.
1: Now, what? Ambivalent. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I thought it was like a lizard. What are you talking
1: about? Anyway. You, you, you mean on. amphibian, yeah? Yeah, yes,
2: sorry. I was getting but <laughs> right.
1: right, Stevie, do you remember we spoke about GCSEs and how important they are? That's the reason why you've got to go and get your GCSEs. Yeah, don't I, get
2: never, GCSE, I never got ambivalent any. and a lizard. I never got yes. any, and you don't need them. Right. Go on <laughs> in for you. Stevie, look, it never done me any harm. Stevie, what do you yeah. reckon? Go on, your prediction. Oh, for score. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Not what, uh, how many not we're going to beat okay. up. <laughs> not how many we're going to beat up at the end of the game. How many? How many scores?
2: Um, uh, I'd I'd say one 0 for the score, but then I, I I I can't go watch. I'd end up glassing someone. <laughs> good boy, good boy. Uh, yeah, don't do that. That's yeah. bad. Uh, I'm going two 0 them, unfortunately. I just can't, I can't see it any other way. We never play against them. The players are always fired. No, I, I can see one of them. I can see George Marshall, one of them, getting sent off. Because no, they're going
1: to I be... don't see that. I don't I see do. it. I, I think, think Bowen, Bowen's
2: us. a totally different manager to what we've had before. I think he'll get enrolled. I think he knows what it means. I know we've, we've said this all before, hundreds of times. But, yeah, hopefully... the
1: players are The only guy who's got any kind of ag. Is is um is a Sal.
2: and I can see him getting sent off. You yeah, maybe I mean? him,
1: but I don't think anyone else. Sergio Card. The one thing that will hopefully should be guaranteed is a good atmosphere. Well, i have not done about a good atmosphere, but it'll be loud, it will be aggressive, it will be hostile, and maybe that might be.
2: Well, they've scary. sold out apparently. It what? They've sold out. They have. Yeah, for one occasion. To take with them then. Eleven hundred, I think.
1: 10. What behind the ten? Yeah, they're to go.
2: 1,100 wow. by that goal. Well, what, but then, great. They're
1: going to give us their money. That's absolutely marvellous.
2: But remember, yeah. our stewards. <laughs> I love our stewards. So we got all the, the mandem from like... Sh-
1: <laughs> the the six form turning up.
2: We've got all the mandem. So they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll love that. Right. That's our predictions done. And that's the, uh, another episode done. So thank you very much, boys, for joining me. Come on, you one balls. You dons. Let's go. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream and on Facebook at The Wombles
0: Had a Dream. Get involved. By the fans, for the fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.